Jared. Fuck. I don't know how to record a podcast. Uh, you know he made an album that came out like this week. No. Like uh, he's still making material. Like he just he has oh, this album like oh, nine oh, years. Tre- oh, I'm, uh, oh, uh, 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 who's? Yeah, I, I feel like the reason he's alive is because insides insides have been like mummified by all the <laughs> drugs he's done throughout the last like seventy years. I mean, like, I, like, like think of Keith 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 Richards, where it's just like like all this shit goes in him, and, and he's like, oh, he's fine. But then like like Ozzy tried that, <laughs> and it's like, it's like, oh no, get out. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna live for another decade or two, but like you're gonna be in fucking bad shape for most. But of your you life. Lo- you've looked like a withered witch for the last like twenty five <laughs> years. <laughs> like it looks like you got you. You look like you lost a bet with the devil, which I guess would be on brand for Ozzy. <laughs> uh, welcome everyone to a very special episode of P and B. Is it special? I'm your host for this episode. Oh, I mean, it's special because because our special guest is here. I mean, come oh, on, right, can't, yeah. can't undersell him. So, <clears throat> I am your host for this episode, Dylan Tierney, and I am joined by. Uh, regular regular muckety muck on the PNB network. Uh, I almost said Robert Reach. Robert Beach, say hello. I, I mean, there, there was a high school uh, classmate, or no, middle school classmate who, who would call me Robert Reach, and he was the only one who ever called me that. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not implying anything, but I'm, I'm just making note of that. You know. I'm just glad I'm cracking open, you know, like 15 years of, of Robert Beach lore. Just digging into the meat of it all. But, uh,. Also joining us is uh, I think you call him like a PNB regular or a PNB alum. Uh, say hello to Brendan. Oh, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Brendan. What's good, Internet? I'm here sipping on my seltzer water. Oh man, you're, you sound like a regular podcaster right now. I know you, you, you got hey, your hey, what, Lancer boots on. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I. Are you gonna tell us how to save thirty percent on your first order of quip? Because my <laughs> God, you sound like a you sound like a professional. Uh, well, you know, I do my best. Uh, ever since I uh, ever since I, I decided to start podcasting, I just lived my life like a podcaster. I learned that from Kevin Smith's book, Tough Shit. Uh, you should go out check that out. Uh, if you save you can save thirty percent if you type Cyber Monday PNB at on audible.com it's narrated by <laughs> Kevin Smith himself that the, the code once again Brendan this is like broken what the hell PNB <laughs> uh, it was only good for Cyber Monday we never, we never knew well you know what no the thing is if you lived like a po- if you lived like a podcaster I assume you just have to live off like loot boxes for like a fucking year uh, or it, it was it's it like... used to be nature box but um, <laughs> but then they switched over to loot boxes and I'll tell you what that's a hard. That's hard living. That's hard living. But you make do. Well, you know, good thing I'm living out of my away luggage now, yep, so and, I can and charge my phone while I'm homeless. 100. percent And you know what's good <laughs> is you can order a fucking mattress from anywhere, and they'll be there with white glove pickup. It'll pick up your old mattress, no problem, no questions asked. 30 day free trial, um, 30 night sleep guarantee. Uh, purple mattresses. Oh, that's how you do it. You just, you, you know, it's like you sign up for something and get a week free trial and cancel it. You just have, totally. you exactly. just do that for yeah. life. Uh-huh. You just do that for you, for <clears throat> for nature boxes. You do that for you, you, green, you, you uh, can do that with loot box and get get your uh, xenomorph um, tatted out um, bathrobe, and you never have to you know pay another subscription to it again. You know, uh, we got to look into this. I mean, 
if everything in life was as value oriented as Xbox Game Pass, I think we'd be living large. Hey, small business guys, do you need a good mail solution? Oh, God. You should check out Mailchimp. All your small business needs help you ship your friends all of your cool pins and stickers that they get for being your Patreon supporters. And if you want to be our Patreon supporter, head to patreon.com slash PNB and you can get all three episodes oh, of that one podcast I did that one time. <laughs> and might do again in the future if I, finally, if I finally fix my computer and get my stuff together. Sorry I didn't tell everybody that I did that, but I did. Anyway, back to the show. Well, (laughs) (laughs) just head on to hymns.com slash PNB and you can get a whole (laughs) special package that'll get your wiener and your hair back in its full veracity. I really want to know what the bottom of the barrel, uh, like, podcast ad reads are for because, like, you can make jokes and be like, oh, well, like, fucking... D- uh, get audible ones are suck because Amazon sucks or something. But no, that's like a high end one. No, like what's like like garbage? They'll pay tier. us like three fifty or something. Like or they'll pay us in merch or something. Like like for our first fucking Teespring purchase or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I like, think uh, bottom tier is is like fan podcasts, <laughs> Bro, advertising on oh, ads for other podcasts. That's right. Yes, podcasts you've never heard of start- before. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna we're gonna do unprovoked ads for the OK Beast podcast. Just like your, just like your balls, which we can get fixed by going to hands.com okay, slash. I just thought, I, I just had a thought like like a minute a minute ago, and you know you know how like uh, men we can bald on our heads. Yeah, like yes. Do we like lose hair down downstairs at all? Yes. Like, like it, yeah. Do we yeah. actually like no, you go can, balding you can... on on our genitalia yeah balls yeah yeah as people get older um you can lose hair elsewhere but that is different than going bald on your head it is a different thing that happens Damn. it also seems like a lot less of a big deal i mean like yep i it, it seems like most people really wouldn't care if their fucking pubes started falling out a little bit like nah. is, is that that most women would probably want you to shave anyway <laughs> like uh, at least cares trim. You don't have to go, like, Olympic swimmer on them, you know? So, nothing wrong with a nice, like, weekly Brazilian wax, you know? Just really get into the fine the fine details <laughs> I mean, you there. gotta just go <sighs> weekly, because, like, if you, if you go too long, it's just gonna hurt even more. Exactly, exactly. You gotta wait till the redness stops swelling, and then, boom, just that n- right nice there. Like, you know, this sounds pink. like... Guys, it sounds like you need to change your razor. And let me tell you about <laughs> <laughs> about the Dollar Shave Club. You can sign oh, up right God. now. Oh, fuck that share. I'm a, I'm a Harry's man. Yeah, I was say you're right. I'm a, I'm a Harry's man. Yeah. Oh, you keep it. Well, then let me tell you about the Dollar Beard Club. They'll send you all your beard care <laughs> needs. Here's your beard balm. Here's your beard balm. Beard balm. Uh, here's your here's your bacon scented beard balm. Here's your beard bath bomb. Oh God, <laughs> it's in the shape of a beard. It's a, it, it, it's beard. Mine scented. smells like oranges. <laughs> and it was made by my girlfriend. So how you guys been? <laughs> well, I I I'd searched oh god like five locations to try to try to find a PlayStation Vita charger on Black Friday, and uh, what do you know? No you? one has it. <laughs> god, you don't say. You tell me 
GameStops out here aren't have aren't selling Vita chargers on the reg? Not at all. I have fucking, I have two. Th- okay. I have two. Three <laughs> places. Looking at them both. I, I went. I right went now. to three places, and they they had PSP chargers. PSP chargers. The, that's because the, the PSP sold like seven it. times as much as the Vita. <laughs> but it's like ten, ten, like seven years older than the Vita. Like it, it doesn't make sense. Uh. Uh, yeah, but also the man. Vita charger was a, like a t- 1.2 volt plug thing, whereas the the Vita is a whole proprietary. It looks like a it's it, it's a proprietary ass bullshit device. Yes, I understand that, but still, like you can't have like like oh yeah we we have one in stock because like for, I for mean, dumbasses I, I, like me. I'm not going to go to places. I'm not going to go to places expecting they have just like Wii U dock chargers on the reg. You know, like this. I assume most of that shit got thrown out or fucking <laughs> taken to the warehouses. Like, oh, no, nobody's buying these things. Okay, to to be uh, fair, it's been incredible. I, to be fair, I did find one, but it was packaged in with a Vita. It was either like, okay, do I really want to spend a hundred dollars for a day and a half of use just so I can play Rayman Legends? But. Rayman Legends is on like seventeen platforms. You don't need a Vita for it. It's so good on the Vita. Really, it, it is a great. It's, it's good on really anything. Good it's Rayman Legends. Yeah, but Play like it's Switch. portable. It's you don't portable. have a Switch. Uh, well, then get a Switch. Uh. I, mm. Okay, look. <laughs> every I, every episode of PNB in the last mm. five months has been circling back to Robert. Just get a fucking Switch. I work for the government. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll obtain one for you. They'll take one from a. <laughs> Uh, it's about to get dark there. Let's let's let's, let's peel back a little bit. No, but uh, Rayman is on fucking everything. It, I, I, like, I did see it. One was at the at the bus by, and uh, I was there for like forty five minutes, and I spent that long just to get God of War, and I wandered around too long. But you know, I I was bored. You know, like I wanted to do some retail therapy, and I was thinking, so it's like, oh man, I kind of no, I no, I'm I'm I. I, I I devised a plan. I'm going to go to Costco with my new chase card because I lost my chase card previously because I left it at a restaurant and I'm too lazy to drive over there and pick it up. So I just ordered another one <laughs> and now I have to wait like another week or two to get it. And even still, they don't give you a temp card. Uh, well, like I, I have it. I have a debit card I could use, but you know, like I, I'm a sucker for points. I, I I want those points. That's, that's easy. Three hundred dollars. Those right reward there. points. Oh, you, I gotta spend money to make money. Oh, you have no idea, man. Oh, God. Sounds like you need Mint, the all-in-one banking app. You can get a free <clears throat> trial of Mint Premium by going to <laughs> I'm waiting for the podcast bit. I really was. Motherfucker, look like you you had me there because like, like I use Mint like every other day. <laughs> It's like there's a premium service. Sign me the fuck up. There's, I mean, there's they have not. Cash App. They have like Cash App physical cards that I see all the time. Mm. It's, it's, it seems has like that too. It's really weird. No, it, yeah, I guess it's just so like you can, if you ask somebody for like if, it, if you go to a place that doesn't take Apple Pay or like Samsung Pay or something yeah. like that's kind of what that's for. But is it is it just an age thing for me? Like I don't really like carrying cash on me because I really just don't. I mean that's fair, but uh, but I'm getting into the habit of just having a lot more um, fives in my wa- wallet, so I can like it'd be easier to tip, and you know like you can stack a lot of fives up, like they're pretty hmm. easy to have. Stack a lot of ones up too. I bet you do. 
<laughs> Stripperoki every Sunday. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> <clears throat> no, no, not me. God, I don't have that kind of money. What, is, is, is that fun, is that though. the premium strip club? It's a, yeah, it's a premium strip. Uh, stripper Roki is an event held at one of the better strip clubs in town, yes. Better, okay. Look, Portland, Portland strip clubs are a very weird subject. Um, I, I, I hear you. The, 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 the city takes a lot of pride in their strip clubs without actually like openly uh-huh. displaying that pride. Uh, I mean, you're not seeing a city councilor woman going in there and like, like, like tossing a bunch of fives at, at the woman on the stage. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. yet. Okay, it, it, not not yet. Not to my knowledge, no. Um, but it's a it it's an institution, and you know, there are certain there are certain establishments that are known as like the Portland strip clubs that are far far, far different than the sort of corporate strip uh, clubs. Uh, I mean, is, sure. is there is, is there a corporate strip club? <laughs> I, I yeah, I there think... are. There are chains. There are strip club chains. They do exist. Yeah, I would say it's like, I'm sure there's something like that, but I don't think it's just like, oh, he, this is the one where all the nice people go to. Like, I don't, it might be my ignorance, but I don't think they've gentrified strip clubs to that sort of. Oh, like, no. And in fact, degree. I mean, and, and the Portland strip clubs are like, you know, we're talking like it's the old punk grunge Portland scene. You know, people, everyone has tattoos and. They're into metal. The strippers are all dancing to like fucking Soundgarden, and uh, yeah, or or fucking, you know, she's my cherry pie. Portland, po- literally no, Metallica. Portland, uh, <laughs> Port Portland area doom metal bands and stuff like oh, that. Like yeah. it's more of a it's it is more of a celebration of Portland itself rather than like you're not just going there to like ogle and like. It's really weird, and it's very hard to describe because sex work is it's, very hard to. Uh, it's talk an about, experience. So I'm sure I'll drag Sarah to when we visit Portland. Yeah, uh, I mean, yes, <laughs> it's it's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it. I tried to get uh, Mike, our our pal Mike, to go when uh, I. Yeah, I don't think he did, but did, uh, did he weasel out? Yeah. Huh? Did he weasel out? Um, you know, I don't. I just don't think the. I don't think it ever really lined up to work that way. Okay. I think that was more of what it was. I'm but, sure if you if would mention uh, I mean, it, you'd be like, hell yes, let's go. Yeah, well, and the thing is, it's, it's like I said, it's weird. It's weird to talk about because it's, <laughs> it's tied up with a whole bunch of other I, stuff. I, but, I, uh, I have never been to a strip club, and, and, and like, I'm, I'm kind of curious, like not not for the titillation, yeah. but just like, what do you do? Like, especially no, for absolutely. the I was in this, I was in the same boat. Actually, I really hated the idea of going to them. And then... Um, my girlfriend, Michelle, was like, she loved uh, several of them, and then so she took me this to this one, the one that they do stripperoki at, and man, it's an experience. Like it's a show. It's more like it's closer to let's say like a burlesque, like a fully nude burlesque, than it is a, uh, um, just a girl kind of dancing around doing uh, karaoke the but, but naked. Thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> the the patrons of the establishment are singing while the strippers are dancing around them. Usually, okay. like there's. There's like a, there was a Star Wars night not long ago where they all came out like you know they, spray painted as C3PO or wearing you know Princess Leia slave outfit uh, that sort of thing. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say I get it, Ooh, but okay. <laughs> 
Man, I would love to see. I would love to see a performer just doing a straight, accurate, just impression of C three PO, all awkward and all fucking Freddy and and just weird as hell. Her name is Grody Brody. Uh, I'll introduce you when next time you're in town. <laughs> Jesus, I'll be on the front row, just just as like slapping my hands together like a walrus. Oh, she does this thing. She does this thing uh, where she will use her butt cheeks to grab your hat off your head that's impressive will, okay uh, you know yeah she 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 does another thing where she like will like take your your glasses and she'll balance them on the tip of her boobs it's a uh, whole thing does she does so. does she do magic tricks uh i you can't convince me that that's not magic so <laughs> i want to say picking up a hat with your butt and, and also speaking 17 million alien languages, that's very impressive. It's very committed <laughs> to the role. Yeah, man. I like it when she speaks to me in Hutanese. Are on point. <laughs> yeah. This is not what I expected to talk about on this on this episode. Honestly, so. me neither. And I'm I'm happy we're here. I'm glad, I'm glad we made it this far. Looks like uh, the, uh, Zencaster just told me that it lost connection to the server. So man, yeah. we are just. We're just going through, going for it, yeah, yeah. Brendan's disconnected. Oh, He's dead, boy. We killed him. Yeah, he he literally died right now. It's like live on the podcast. It's pretty crazy. Turns out he was the fastest all along. Oh man, he's become the very thing he wished he was. He was trained to destroy. <laughs> just like just like Anakin Skywalker. Ah, oh, he truly did bring balance to the Force. I'm going to tell him on Facebook to reload. Reload the page, Brendan. <clears throat> anyway, Robert, how are you doing? <laughs> well, 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 well. Um, besides my um, sad adventures um, wandering in on the Columbus um, like market fair for electronic devices... Um, did did it work? I'm, you're 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 back happened? on. He's I'm, back. I'm, I'm just telling about, about, about my uh, sad weekend trying to trying to. It's, about to say it sounds like you were yeah. really bored in Columbus, which is on brand for Columbus. Uh, <laughs> I, I I was, Dude, I I was I, sad, but 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 also like I, I thought like you know I'm gonna do some retail therapy. Then I talked myself out of getting like ninety nine dollar um, Bluetooth headphones and also um, maybe a switch. <laughs> you know, like rationalized like I'm gonna get it Damn. sooner than expected, but but. I'm going to wait for my new card so I can get get the points and get it at Costco because I can get double points there at Costco because I'm an executive oh bumper God. there because I am that dumbass. Man, you were like, there's like there's like 10 to 12 people a day at Chipotle who are like that who are just like, they always pay with like fresh new gift cards because they bought them at Kroger for the double fucking Kroger <laughs> fuel points. I'm just like, God damn it. Quit gamifying everything. <laughs> just buy some fucking burritos. Bro, you're just jealous. You are just jealous. Uh, it sounds like somebody doesn't get times four fuel points at the Kroger, at Kroger fuel and save. I mean, what, what uh, I was going to I was doing that. Anyway. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I am a sucker for that shit. I, mean, I get it, but it's just like at some point I just I, I lose patience with it all and just like fuck it, I'll pay full price for this fucking like <laughs> half pound of, of of beef. I don't know, like it. I'd be saving seventeen cents. God damn it! Like, let me have my sanity. Is it only half a pound of beef? 
Well, no, I just use that as an example. I'm very good okay. at making up uh, making up examples on the fly. Uh, it, it, vamping has been a crucial skill, as as this podcast can attest to. I'm just I was just impressed that it was only half a pound of beef because there are days where I swear it's it's much more than just a pound of beef. Oh right? no, I could probably get like a light load, you know, fucking roast. It's like half you know, a week. Ha- Put it in the crock pot while I'm at work. Just have it roast all oh, day. Oh, my bad. I thought I thought you were still talking about the amount of beef within the burrito. <laughs> oh, I no. See. God. <laughs> Jesus, no. I'm talking about something you'd buy at, like, the store. I don't know. Not a half a pound. Well, they are kind of heavy. So if you get a yeah, double was, meat burrito, it is actually. It's, those baby it's, arms. It's. Yeah. Oh, but food. Uh, so food. You, you know what's almost, what's almost as good as, how, you know what, go ahead. Yeah, I was about to segue, but you know, that works too. <clears throat> okay, hold on. Let me pitch you my segue. So I was just cooking in Pokemon Shield. I made yeah. spicy curry Fine. because I've just yeah. I've just discovered the cooking mini game in Pokemon. You win. It's yeah, I get it. Than, it's uh. more intensive than than your Breath of the Wilds, but not by much. Uh. Um. And I've been hoarding up these berries since I first played the game like two weeks ago, so I have a shit ton of things to experiment with. So I'm my I'm my own personal little Pokemon chef, more than I am in the real world, that's for sure. So I always like because while you're like stirring and like tasting and like making sure the the dish is good, your Pokemon, your like lead Pokemon, is staring at you, just like, is it good? Is it good? <laughs> is this gonna be a good one? Like, and and some of the faces they'll make is really funny because like. Some Pokemon look more like just real-ass animals, like Bolton just looks like a fucking dog. Yeah. So he'll look like a dog just looking like, oh, my God, food. But sometimes you'll get this fucking, this, like, satanic ghost dragon who's just, the sta- like, giving you a death stare. It's like, yes, this sustenance will fuel me forever. <laughs> like, it, it's it's great, the variety of stuff that happens. Um, because, like, I... I I talked a bit about Pokemon last week and, like, what I was mostly doing, and now I'm trying to just do some of the more niche and more fun stuff, like the camp, the Pokemon camp, and um, all the cooking stuff, which is within the Pokemon all camp the stuff. All the extraneous bullshit that they added in. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it's like, you know neat. what, I'll try it out. Like, like every generation has them. You know, Gen 3 introduced contests. Gen 4 had, like, different spin on contests slash, like, the underground, like... Every Pokemon game tends to have their big thing that's like your side. Like in, in Gen Six and Seven, it was Pokemon on me, um, where you were it, it, you it was, you it? just it's fucking French. rubbing their faces. <sighs> you were just rubbing their faces and feeding them pastries. That's all you did. That's all. That's all being Pretty French basic, is you just, know. Rubbing, just rubbing faces, faces yeah. and 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 eating pastries. That's the Mario the, that's, 64 that is the you know, menu. Yeah, it really that's kind of what Gen Six is was for sure. So this seems a bit more fleshed out. Um, I like. I like uh, because I've been hoarding all these berries. I can really try a bunch of shit for cooking, and like these dishes will actually give decent buffs or help you in certain situations. Like the dishes are a bit more fleshed out than even a Breath of the Wild, where Breath of the Wild is just like ah fuck it. Here's more hearts. Here's more stamina. That's maybe maybe hot or cold resistance, but um, I I think Pokemon is pretty fun just because they also get the Pokemon themselves involved. I like that a lot. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's sort of like not dry humor, but just kind of like, yeah, it's just kind of off the wall. Like you wouldn't expect this to happen in Pokemon games. It's like, Oh, it's just exactly. Exactly. Odd Pokemon interactions. Right. Right. Um, cause in, 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 in the actual Pokemon game, you know, I, I beat the game a while ago. I'm kind of 
just going through the, the, the motions of like, okay, I'm going to breed for this nature of this certain Pokemon. They make it so that's a lot more streamlined. It doesn't take nearly as long to do. Got some sort of like, end game, pe- pe- yeah. People will complain about like, oh, people are just hacking perfect Pokemon, but it's like, I can make a perfect Pokemon in probably like half an hour. Mm. Have them fully leveled up, have them ha- have all its stats good, have everything maxed out in like half an hour. It doesn't really take that long once you have all that you need. And to do that, I mean, you have to do a lot of grinding beforehand, but like, it, it doesn't take nearly as long as it used to. They streamlined so much in this game that I do think it's it's one of those moments where it's like, it's going to be hard to go back if I decide to play through, like, X and Y again. Uh, yeah. Or if I decide to play through, like, God forbid, like, Gen 4 or Gen 3 again. That's why I played... So, that's why, leading up to Sword and Shield, I played a lot of Pokemon fan games or, like, mods of existing Pokemon games just to kind of get more of a fun fix out of it because, like, just trying to fucking play through Pokemon Emerald or Pokemon Diamond, like, can't imagine. They're just too slow and too kind of uh, archaic, yeah. In my opinion, that's, or that's I would do a Nuzlocke every twenty twenty hours. You know, it's it's it, it it has mileage may vary on it. You know, like like most of it's nostalgia, yeah, sure. I, would, I would imagine. But like as of right now, it's just like, well, I've never played it. Like it was okay. Like I, I had that same feeling playing on, Legend of Zelda, um, Ocarina of Time. It's just like, well, it's a bit of a drag sometimes, but it's all right. God, the, just the, the pacing of Diamond and Pearl is so goddamn slow. <laughs> if you hit a Pokemon with a one-hit KO move and they have a lot of HP, it takes, like, a full 20 seconds for that eight, that for one health bar to just go from full to zero. Oh, it's just man. like, please speed things up a bit. It doesn't need to be this way. <laughs> <laughs> so, at least, in, at least in modern Pokemon games, they've kind of uh, learned how to tighten things up and make things faster. Although, I will say... A lot of the animations on some of these really cool moves are really cool, but they also take a bit too long Way to too get going. Long. It, it's 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 just man, I I get it. You're 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 using max stonefall, so for five seconds you're gonna raise this giant slab of rock and then drop it on a fucking a fucking Magikarp that knows hydro pump. <laughs> I get it, I get it, but like there's, there's no like I, skip uh, animation or skip motion. So you can turn the animations off, but that doesn't... If you're in a raid with other people, if they have, don't have their animations off, they're still going to have their fucking animations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, is, I, which I, isn't so bad, well, but Well, you, you got to also... all time it together. You, you can't just be, just be like, okay, well, you're just idle the entire time as the animations are going for other players. But think of it this way, and this is a minor controversy. Um, in traditional ranked Pokemon online battles, there's a 20-minute timer. It's not like chess where it, you stop it when uh, you like go from turn to turn. It's continuous, so these animations do feed into the clock time. Yeah. So it it, it just it it means that like your twenty minute timer is honestly more like a fifteen minute timer, which might not seem like that much of a difference. That's but a, if that's you're a playing gone against, there. if if you're playing against a guy who's using a lot of walls and a lot of defensive based Pokemon, and, and they're able to just kind of like stall you out then you're probably going to lose. So people are are having to do different formats and like they've they've uploaded different rule sets you can play online with. There's actual like different like tiers and brackets and stuff for that kind of thing. It's it's decently fleshed out compared to previous Pokémon games, I'll say. But it's still just like why make the the standard? Why make the default? Mm-hmm. Like why and it's also archaic because like six Pokemon it can be in twenty minutes, but the three Pokemon one at the same level 
has unlimited time. How does that make any sense? Mm. It, it's just uh, it's it's a Hobble, lot of this game I really 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 like. I really like a lot of this game, but a lot of it is one step forward, one step back because mm. also there's stuff like raids are really cool. It's hard to fucking find a raid because I think they're having server issues even still. Uh, so like it's just hard to connect to people unless they're on your I, friends list or else they're mutuals. I haven't done a single raid with a um, with any real people. Every single time right. I've done a raid has been with NPCs. And when you said Magikarp with Hydra Pump, man, there's a lot of NPCs with Magikarps with Hydra Pumps that yeah, think I'm not that joking. that's going to do some shit against a Gigantamax uh, Dreadnought. Right, it's like okay. I, I, wish, I wish that they – that you know what? That Magikarp with Hydra Pump, probably fine for a three- or four-star raid. But you should have more AI for these later end ones so that at least like – because you, you share a life pool. So if that Magikarp dies four times, you're fucked. So like yeah, it, they, it's like carding it's so in Monster Hunter. It's it's not it's not, and you, uh, it, if their Magikarp is knocked out, uh, then they're they can't like throw in another Pokemon. They are stuck with that Magikarp. So if if with that first move that you're fighting something, if it just KOs whatever's on the field you just know that you're like well the next time that that thing comes out it's KO'd again and I, I would rather try it. to solo it I would mm-hmm. rather try absolutely to 1v1 mm-hmm. this giant fucking Pokemon because I because I know how fucking rock paper scissors work in type advantages man I could probably figure it out I could probably be fine also you can use items which most people don't realize you can do you can yep. fucking throw your full restores and shit on I'm like it wouldn't be the hardest thing in the world to just do it yourself, but you have to rely on this fucking Eevee that only knows Helping Hand and this fucking, like, this goddamn Soul Rock that only buffs himself and nobody else. Like, yep. Ugh. Well, and it's... Uh, I think that the uh, reason some people aren't using items and stuff is because it's, there's a 10-turn... Not only is there a 10-turn limit or, and four... Uh, whatever uh four knockouts faint four knockouts halfway through the battle the the raid pokemon will put up a shield that has you know anywhere from two to whatever it is like like five to six six, two to six uh like shield ticks on it so like if you're not attacking during those shield ticks you're you're delaying the next time that you can do damage and it's just I don't know. I think the raids for me have been the most frustrating thing in that game. It I, like it I, os- I, I go ahead. It well, I was gonna say it oscillates between being like my favorite thing because it's a great way to just get your ideal team in no problem. Like you go out, you you capture something, uh, and you're like, you know, I, I really want to level this. Uh, I don't know. Noibat up to a Noivern. How about that? And uh, you don't need to worry that much about it if you have all those EXP candies. You can do it in like 15 minutes. Take it from a freshly caught one to a pretty well uh, well decked out Noivern in like 10 to 20 minutes if you get some decent raids. But that is all dependent on what the NPC matchups are or if you can find people. And I will sit there for that full three or four minutes and I have never been able to find anybody. It's really frustrating. It's I, I believe it is because just there's so many people playing, and that's a very easy excuse for a lot of online games. But with Pokemon being as big as it is, you know, there's like 9, 10, 11 million fucking copies of the game trying to connect to each other. And like, 
and probably I would say you know at one time there's probably like a million literally one million people trying to just connect at a time or something so I get that there might be some issues but it's like if 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 that's gonna be your sort of like issue then why not have better AI companions or yeah. something or why why make the 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 rules so stringent and so egregious when you know it's not for people giving it their all and that this fucking guy has a magic carp and an EV and it's like why just like loosen yeah, the rules like, just a little bit and I will say like I, I say even if you were having your most optimal settings like with four people like I still think there's a couple little flaws in terms in terms of how everything's balanced because of that shield system. Yeah. You're never buffing yourself and you're probably not debuffing the uh, the enemy because they will at one point during the the fight just nullify all their damage everything. and all their yeah. yeah. So it's kind of pointless. So you're pressured into just going aggro 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 and like just kind of just mashing them in the face over and over again and it's like there's not that much strategy to it when you boil boil it down to to those kind of things because i i was trying to plant strats like okay uh cloister has an ability that lets multi-hit moves always hit five times that in theory should get rid of five ticks of armor it doesn't only gets rid of one so it's like why even fucking like that's very limiting in terms of creativity i was literally using the rules of the game and trying to make it fit into this raid stuff and it doesn't quite work out the way I wanted it to. I think that's a product of it being the first time they're doing this sort of thing. And I'm hoping, hoping among hopes, that they keep refining the system and don't just ditch it with the next generation. Like they have yeah, I think, to do with a lot of things. I think it's a really cool idea. I think it might be the most interesting thing that they pulled from the Pokemon Go uh, like feature set and put it into... Uh, you know, a mainline game like this, these raid yeah, I battles. I think it's them. It's it's them but, doing their own spin on it. So I yeah, and good. like you were saying, it's unbalanced. And as someone who, over the past three years, has been balancing a four-on-one, uh, people fighting a single monster within a certain limit of turns, doing certain things. <laughs> like there are so many things, so many decisions that they could have made. That I'm not saying I I did it better. I'm not saying that I did it right. I'm just saying that there are so many decisions that they could have made that that they didn't make that are obvious. For instance, just let let someone have a freebie item use like once in the like like if 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 the enemy is able to nullify all status buffs, good or bad, allow for like a single or like once in a while like they they, they do this thing where you can Dynamax. You know, and you have a certain amount of time sometimes before certain people can Dynamax their Pokemon, which is when they go big and they have better stats and they have better moves and whatever. Um, uh, do that and let he, us be able to, like, uh, uh, s- you know, on a timer use use items or something like that. Like, there's just little things that could have that could have easily made this more accessible not not even more accessible just smoother that and they just didn't do it and i don't know if it was this like slavish devotion to how like raid battles have to work just like pokemon battles but they don't already on the on the surface of it because you're limited to one pokemon per person there's four people on the field like it just it's such a weird i don't know there's such a weird little thing i i i would almost want to chalk it up to just like 
development time and like i i don't want to just you know be the fucking defense force for them like not managing their time well or or oh, having no. fucking corporate overlords like you know like if you know like tapping their clocks on their wrists yeah you know like just oh uh, we got to get this out like because i'm sure that's where a lot of the problems stem from but this oh, to yeah. me rings is like this is the first go at it if they do like a pokemon gun or whatever the fuck the third game's gonna be called <laughs> Uh, that could be one of the things they highlight as like an improved thing. Maybe they have a more like a, a better matchmaking system for it. Maybe they have like ranked raids or something. Maybe they make it a, a bit more of an RPG by having like, you know how you pit, you have all these NPC filler dudes. Well, what if those are classes? And what if those classes could do certain things? Each one of them, or could, you know, like what if the cook you... could like be the medic or something? Like give out items yeah. to people. What or if as you like the the fighter class? Or sorry, I was gonna say as you meet new people, or you unlock, or catch, you fill up different parts of your Pokedex that unlocks new Pokemon that your allies can use. Something like that. Um, there needs to be a little bit more. If there's if they're gonna be NPCs at all in the raids, there needs to be a little bit more. Uh, they need to be a little bit more beneficial. They could just feel like liabilities. And I don't mean to backdoor uh, or backseat um, uh, like like develop here. Um, I, there are parallels to things that I have worked on in the past, but I'm just saying like, um, I mean, like you are Dylan, it's just, it's such an odd thing that there's like two steps forward here with the raids, but there's also like two steps back in some instances. And it's, it's, it's frustrating because, uh, not because I think they're lazy, not because I think they did anything wrong. It's just because the way it came together wasn't quite there yet. Because there's so many of these things that are one step forward, one step or two steps forward, two steps back. Yeah. Like, like these album cards are great, but they don't update. You have to get them each time. Yeah. Like you have to get you have to manually get them from your friends each time they update it. So, and I kind of get it. Like it's kind of cool. They're like baseball cards, and so yeah. you would get like if you wanted to compartmentalize it like that, it's like getting a baseball card for somebody at a different point in their career. Um, so in that way, I do kind of get it, but like, I kind of think these cards just upgrade, man. Like you should just have this, this digital portrait that like shows how your friends are progressing in the game. Cause these things like you can check on the back of the card, see how many shinies they've caught, see how many yeah. like, curries they've made, like see their, see what starter they chose. There's cool things like that, but I, I wish it would update over and over instead of me having to just like get it from another guy again. And it took but, me like no joke like 15 hours to realize that i had to go to the rotom thing to <laughs> update it myself i i thought i kept going to the league card option in the options menu and i was like okay this is all wrong like i have you know it says that i have i've caught 30 pokemon but i've caught like almost you know at that point is like almost 90 now and i don't yeah like where do i update this and then it was i was just i was like fulfilling some pokemon jobs and i was like what is that why does it have an option to print the card and i clicked on it and i was like oh that's right this is how i made it the first time duh right and then and then it finally clicked and i was able to update it but dude like it's such a weird thing and i I think the other thing that i would say is maybe a i wish and i know this is just more of like a i wish this isn't a a criticism I, i hope that whatever happens next the entire 
uh, adventure part of it happens in a wil- wild area-esque areas, and it's not split between, here's this, like, wild area, and everything else is routes. Because the routes everything else is feel very straightforward so routes. different. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they just, they're not bad. I don't hate them. I, I, I don't, it, but it feels like a 3DS game, whereas the wild area feels like a Switch game, and there's a really weird schism there. And I, I it was a it was just a dissonance in my head of how, how they felt. I mean, yeah, and I'm not trying to just throw out pitches for, like, here's what they should do for the next Pokemon gen or something. Sure, but like, yeah. Just have the wild area, and then just you can challenge any of the gym leaders in any order you want, and then, like, they're scaled to what how like however many badges you have. So, it, yeah. it, like, people have already been asking the, of this fluidity in gym leaders for a while, so... Like, I don't think it's I, out of the question, and I don't think it undermines the fact that Pokemon is a game for kids. Like, I think that there are that there's a way to do a game for kids that is a little bit less linear and a little bit more like what you know you and I would would write down as our ideal Pokemon game or something. You know, right. That said, though, right. I really like the game. I do really yeah. like the game. I think yeah, it's great. And and I, I, I'm having a lot of fun with it. it it's yeah, very streamlined. I, it's very... It, it feels, like, brisk and and well-paced compared to a lot of other Pokemon yes. games I've played. And goddamn, that gym battle music yeah. is real catchy. It's real yeah, catchy. Yeah, a lot of the music in this game fucking kicks ass. It's great. Yeah, I think it's great. I uh, And I'm... I, I think I was saying it before it came out. It was like, you know, there are things about it there are certain Pokemon that aren't there that I'm bummed aren't there, but damn, there's so many cool new ones that I've discovered. Um, uh, that I, whether because they're from generations I didn't play or they're new ones to Sword and Shield, they're just some really cool designs, and I like how hard they go on the dragon and ghost types in this game. And that, uh, you know, those are two of my favorite just types in general, and it's nice to have uh, a yeah, good Dragapult amount of options. fucking rules. He looks like yeah. fuck, his his head's a fucking B-52 bomber, and he shoots out his pre-evolution forms as, like, little projectiles, and it's like... It's so it's so rad. This guy and, like, Basil Geese should fucking hang out, man. They should have a beer. Yeah. Like, oh, don't, don't say that word. Don't say that word. I'll be here for nine hours. <laughs> You're gonna hear the cause... fucking roar coming from the background of the podcast. Because <laughs> I've been playing a lot of that game, too. Anyway... No, yeah, I yeah. Outside of my gripes, which are I'd say in the grand scheme of things, small gripes, I also very much enjoy the game. I have had a lot of fun with how much they've sort of changed and streamlined. And like you, I really, really like a lot of these new Pokemon designs. I think they're some of my favorites in any gen, like period. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I agree. I even like some of the sillier ones, like Surfetched. I just think that's a pretty cute design for a Pokemon in general. Did I tell you I super lucked out? I found the first route that you can find a Farfetch'd. He was the first Pokemon spawn in the grass. Ooh. So I caught him, and it was the they have the leak, and if they have the leak uh, held item, it ups their crit chance. Yep. So in order to evolve a Surfetch'd, for anyone who doesn't know, you have to have your Farfetch'd crit. I think it's four times in a or not in a row, but four times within a battle. Um, yep. And I got that my next battle with my with my farfetched so i think Yeesh. i had like i had a, i've had a surfetch from like the first half hour of the game <laughs> so fucking long yeah that's pretty great yeah and so it was cool i i uh, eventually swapped him out of my party i think around like level 40 or so but you know he was he he's was really a heavy strong. hitter and yeah he's got that shared xp yeah. yeah yeah there's that that too. is also a thing i've seen some people kind of have gripes with it but it's like 
I don't know if I would consider having to level up Pokemon one at a time as uh, uh, a barometer for difficulty. That's that no. I don't think makes it hard. That just makes it more tedious. And I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know why people would conflate that with difficulty. Like, oh, it's harder because you got to raise all your Pokemon one. But you just sound like a fucking. You just sound like an old man. Like, oh, I, like back in my day, you had to. You had I liked to it better your, when they wasted my time. Pokemon. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what the yeah. fuck. So, um, a lot of what I've been playing has been Pokemon. Um, still dabbling in Smash. I saw, I saw that they're in in their Spirit Board in their Spirit Mode. You can play as Resident Evil Spirits, and I'm like, I don't know if I should be excited about this or disappointed because if Leon was going to be in the fucking game, he probably would have dropped and then have the spirits come with him. So I feel oh, like yeah, Chris like, Redfield. They're stealth. Uh, they're <laughs> stealth deconfirming Resident Evil characters, and I'm just like, oh, that's that's kind of sad. But I'm sure whoever ends up having a trailer at the fucking Game Awards will be fine. Like, <laughs> it's the last character of the season. So, um, I have been playing you, more auto battlers, but yeah. I, I don't feel comfortable like going too into deep with them unless like. Not to downplay you guys on it, but like if you don't really, or if you aren't into them, then you're probably not gonna like. Uh, well, there's I have much a question. To say. I've listened sure. to a lot of podcasts where they come up, and I actually still am unsure as to what the nature of the games are. Yeah, now, I could totally look up a YouTube video right now, and I haven't done that. One question, clearly. One question. Yeah. Why? Hey, what's up? <laughs> well, I, my question it was what. What does what do you do? How like so they like... they are they are like like uh, quick RTSs on chessboards where okay. you met you plan out your movements like you you set up your units and they go into battle and fight other people's units and who they attack is I believe in pretty much every auto battler random like they'll go after okay. the biggest threat I think on paper. But, you know, if you have a bigger threat, like sniping people from the back from where the fucking rooks and bishops hang out, then they might not go for them. But you set up something uh, for 30 seconds, and then the following 30 seconds, you watch it play out. So it's like an RTS meets, like, turn-based chess. Okay. That's uh, that's it, how it, all of the auto battlers essentially play, even the Hearthstone one. Okay, so it's not like... It's not like you're picking everything and then just sitting there watching it there's a little bit more interaction there's more interaction there's more strategy where you place things matters um and how you upgrade your units over time also matters there's a lot more systems than what i've just described that that differentiate it from just being chess meets like an rts um like item management and currency systems and stuff like that but at its core that's what the gameplay is mostly like Okay, so when you say you're like setting up your moves and stuff, is it akin to Disgaea, how you're setting up everything and then you're ending your turn and everything happens? Correct. It is yes. Okay. Like SRPG, yes. Okay. So wait for it to unfold and but less like maybe Final Fantasy Tactics where the character immediately takes their action sort of thing. Right. They don't nobody immediately takes actions. Um Gotcha. Okay. You 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 set it up and then you watch it happen. Um, and I found Battlegrounds for Hearthstone to be the easiest one to get into because I'm intricately familiar with Hearthstone systems. So it was pretty easy for me to catch on. Um, and then after learning Battlegrounds and, and seeing which one of those quirks like went uh, into like Teamfight Tactics, the League of Legends one, 
Um, it was easier for me to understand some of the fundamentals. Like, okay, if you buy two of these units or three of these units, they'll merge into one super unit. And then like that's like upgrading a unit in like an RTS. Um, so it, they're not super difficult to fully get into. I would recommend watching like a YouTube video guide or like talking to somebody who's played it. Like the first time I played TFT was with like five other of my friends who played TFT. So it was a great, okay. probably the best learning experience you could possibly have for that kind of thing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I've always been really curious about what the hell they actually are because they come up a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, but... it's probably outside of like <laughs> Battle Royale from last year. I'd say uh, it's, it's, the, it's 2019's most prevalent genre, like Uprising. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. I don't know how many, many more of them there can actually be because, I mean, you've got riots, you've got, you've got steams, you've got blizzards, right? You know, who else really like in the PC space? Like, like who are the guys who make smite and fucking like paladins and shit? I guess they will technically have an auto battler at some point. They made a fucking, they made a, they made Realm Royale, which is like a battle Royale game. Like last year, they're very quick on the draw and that stuff, but I don't think there's going to be that many more battle or, or sorry, <laughs> auto battlers, uh, because I, I think, think, I think you're discounting the relaunch of Paragon as an auto battler here. Oh God. Uh, oh God. The thing they sacrificed for, they, they, they fucking Fortnite absorbed that thing and turned it into a husk. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds cool. I, I don't know if I would go and try and try them out, but, uh, they're, they sound interesting at the very least. I, I'd say, uh, it really helps if you're into the game that they're already from because you're familiar with yeah, the units okay. and you're familiar with a lot of the, the lingo. Yeah. Like in that in case, probably would stuff. try Hearthstone then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like Hearthstone stuff is all, and it, Hearthstone's also the easiest one by nature. It's, it, like many other things in Hearthstone, easier to wrap your head around, but also random in a bunch of spots. Like, there's elements of randomness peppered throughout, just like in regular Hearthstone. Okay. So Yeah, I, I, I see that genre, the, the auto-battler genre, just, just it, I feel like, like it's peaked already, because, like, in its nature, like, it is a new genre, but it, it's far more of a sub-genre in some ways, because, like, like you need to have that, that, um, that, 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 that audience already there. Connection. Yeah, you, you need that to have something there audience. to it. You, you can't just like win just by like being an auto battler for for like like right, this, right. this new the IP. The only auto battler that does that is the literal original auto battler. See, it was a Dota two mod originally, and then when Valve wanted to make their own thing, they kind of pushed those guys out. Um, so those guys, much like Valve did with um, <laughs> Defense with of the Dota Ancients and Dota Two, yeah, Defense of the Ancients, just kind of changed around names and 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 faces a little bit, and like now it's their own thing with their own original characters. It's just so funny how many things have stemmed from Warcraft Three that we just take for granted today, and then that we then and now Warcraft Three reforged just in constant beta. It's been beta for like six fucking months. I'm like. How long does a fucking remake of Warcraft Three have to be in beta? I don't. I, I I might be underselling how much of a remake it actually is, but it's fucking Warcraft Three, man. Everything you, everything in the PC game space you play is derived somewhat from Warcraft Three. Just period, including World of Warcraft, except for its lore. But that's a different. Exactly, exactly. Even then, it's still like there's still some fucking sinuous connection. But like, sure, sure. You yeah. had you had Defense of the Ancients, which 
then splintered into Dota 2 and... League of Legends. Uh, well, League, League of Legends first. League of Legends. Yeah. Well, yeah, League of Legends, I think, was... I, I actually don't know the timeline of things. Defense of the Ancients, from what I gather, was the standard was, until, like, 2007. It was, yeah. it was the mod, was, and then was, League of Legends became, like, like well, why don't we League, make this, a, like, yeah. our own IP? But yes. I want to say, like... And th- that's why they call it Dota 2, and you don't call it Defense of the Ancients 2. Right. Like, it, because it's uh, technically a very different thing. But then all the characters look pretty similar. Like, I want to know if somebody, like, in, in fucking League of Legends or fucking uh, Auto Battle or whatever the... I forget what it's actually called. I think it might be called Auto Battle. Uh, like, if any of them still look like fucking, like, Gul'dan or somebody from Warcraft 3. Just, like, there's that tiny oh, little bit of, like, this guy looks like Thrall. <laughs> God, so uh, almost undoubtedly, I, I guarantee you, I, I can't wait until the Warcraft Three Reforged comes out and then <laughs> they make the defense of the Ancients HD. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. man, finally update all those fucking assets, man. You can finally yep. see the, the 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 chest armor on fucking Gul'dan. So yeah, it, it it's just funny to trace it all back because like PC gaming is such a homogenized huge thing now, like. <clears throat> From for all intents and purposes, like Blizzard was kind of the Nintendo of the PC space for a long time there. You know, like oh, absolutely, absolutely. hit after hit. Even until I... modern times, uh, like twenty sixteen, Blizzard was still still had that sheen, and it's only recently kind of worn off. Right. Well, and and for reasons maybe outside of the games themselves, with maybe the exception of I don't know that World of Warcraft expansion sounds like it was really bad, but uh, oh, uh, what? But yeah, Azeroth. Loved... Yeah, yeah. Kind of nebulous. And I, also, like... I loved. The, br- the branching off to like various consoles too like it f- feels like more and more sure. like it's becoming like less like a pc centric more like yeah well, well we'll have some console ports like uh you know yeah. like worldwide release along with the pc version no problem sure it's still weird yeah, to me true. that like hearthstone isn't on like the switch yet switch because it's yeah. it's in unity it's man thing. like yeah it, it's and it's pretty it seems like it would be a pretty easy fit Compared to especially trying to put Overwatch in that fucking thing, I I can't imagine trying to play Overwatch seriously on the Nintendo Switch. Well, do, apparently does, does the Switch have a touchscreen? This, this is a dumb question. Touchscreen on, on the Switch? Yes, the Switch okay. has a touchscreen. Okay, yeah, it has. A touch it's screen. not and, it's not used all the time, but it does have one. Okay, so like, and okay. Consi- I mean, there's there's keyboard and mouse controls for the game, so there's there's easily. I mean, not easily, but you could see a world where you're using the thumbstick and the A button. Because that's pretty much all you need is the thumbstick A button and maybe the B or something to, yeah, to cancel out. Like things, it's very like... easy to, to to. I've played Hearthstone on a controller because of the Steam Link uh, okay. or the Steam Link device. Like it, it's not that hard to just drag a cursor to a card and then move it around and stuff. Yeah. your APM's yeah. gonna be shit, but like that's not what you're playing fucking Hearthstone for. Well, and if you're playing it on the Switch, like chances are you're not playing it because you're you're. I mean, maybe right out the hard I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like if you're playing, if you're not playing it on, on phone or on PC, then you're just whatever. It's a more casual experience, for like, sure. I, I get so. it, and Hearthstone's already a pretty casual thing. But may, maybe I, I would say that maybe they have hesitations with online only games. But Overwatch is on the fucking thing, and that's an online only game. So like, well, and so is what, Fortnite. Right, you know, yeah. So is Fortnite. And so is all these battle royale Arc, games. So Arc, whatever. Arc evolved. All that. Like, there's, I'm pretty there's sure plenty. modern it's more like active like, participation rather than like more passive. Where you look at it and like, okay, look away. Like, it, sure, but it's far more passive. I, I, 
it's it's, it's far more like Candy Crush than, than than like Call of Duty type type situation here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it's more analogous to that for sure. But I don't know. Like I thought it would have happened by now. Like, and so did I. It it just seems like such a no brainer because you could fit Hearthstone on the fucking Switch screen very easily. I know people yeah. who've run, who've hacked their switches to run Linux on it for some ungodly reason. Yeah, and they can fucking play Hearthstone on their switches. Well, Come you on, can, you can play uh, that one that Rainway or Rainmaker, whatever it's called, that lets you stream from your PC or really any other console onto your Switch. Like, that's that is one hell of a reason to get a uh, get an older Switch and try and yeah, mine's a launch day Switch. So whenever I upgrade, I'm keeping this one for the hacking for sure. Mm, yeah, just to tool around with it. As long as as long as the firmware is the right firmware, you can do whatever. No, I'm a, no, mine's so old. You can actually, it's no matter the firmware, you can just do it from the hardware itself. Oh, dope! I have that same one. So yeah, awesome. you can like you you take like a clothespin or something and fucking just stab it in the back oh, okay. or something. Perfect, great. Sounds and then great. that's how it it's actually through the hardware, so they literally can't patch it. Nice. Okay, that's which good is pretty uh, pretty cool and also kind of an oversight on the on the development, I guess, but. I mean, those first switches were also pretty hot up the presses. Yeah. So, so, so let me ask you about the, about the switch. I'm tempted to get the switch lights, but I don't know. Like, like, I, it would it be a good idea just just to get the the, the base one, like the, the 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 ones with the Joy Cons and all that. And I I, I just I just think this is going to be used for more for like portable use. I don't think it's going to be used for like yeah. playing on the TV that much. I, I mean, honestly. Here's the thing: as I use here's here's the situation that I use my switch in, ninety seven percent of the time, I am sitting on the couch next to Michelle, and we or and either she's watching something I'm not interested in, or it's something we've watched before, and right. I'm just playing the switch and we're watching something. Like that is ninety percent of what I use it as. Uh, sometimes I'll turn it on when I'm waiting for I don't know something to happen, and I get a couple moments in. Maybe once in a while I will turn it on on the TV and play it that way. But the majority of the time I'm playing it that way. So if you think that's what you're going to be using it mostly for is scenarios like that or on the bus or whatever, just go ahead and get the Switch Lite. Like I don't think think you're going to be missing out on much because the TV experience isn't great compared to maybe what you'd want out of a – a console or something like that, especially if you're going to be, if we're all going to be looking at PlayStation Five graphics in a year. Like, I, not to say I I played the Switch on the TV. It's great. It's fine. I like it there. It's, but it's to me, it's like the ultimate portable. Yeah, yeah, that's my mindset of, of it as well. Like in, until Pokemon, where, um, like I I've been playing Pokemon on TV probably even more than okay. handheld, um, because. My situation would be very similar to yours, Brendan, most of the time. It's just that Hannah's also very into Pokemon, so gotcha. yeah, we'll play it on the TV and kind of have a shared experience, you know, talk mm-hmm. about stuff, or I'm kind of her walking, talking Pokedex, or, like, Pokemon t- type chart, like, ah, this guy's dark type, what do I use? I'm like, uh, bug, fighting fairy, boom, go. Uh, that kind right, of thing. Yeah. So it's more of a shared experience, so we're having it more on the TV, yeah. but also, like, I'm still playing it handheld. Like, Robert, I, my gut reaction for you would be just get the Switch Lite because that's what you're interested in is the handheld. The the console stuff seems more incidental for you. And the, I'll tell you this. The times that I have made an effort to play it on the TV, it was to play Breath of the Wild 
um, you know, on a on a big screen. It's totally fine on on handheld though. It, there's like no loss, right. in my opinion, in the two. And then uh, it, I went out of my way to play uh, the Mana Collection and some Super Nintendo games on the TV just to see how they held up um, in the emulation. Otherwise, like if I if it's on the TV, it's literally just because I want to sit on the couch in my office rather than on the couch out in uh, the living room, which there's no dock out there. The dock is in the office. So it's like, that's it. Um, that's the only deciding factor. Every game uh, that I have played on it has been totally fine on the handheld. Okay. I see. Yeah, I... It's 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 not just the hundred less dollars, but also like if I'm going to be getting like a base switch, I gotta get the Switch Pro controller, and it, it, it just feels like there, sure. there's more stuff to get if you get a base switch, you know. Well, I don't own a Switch Pro. I've played a couple games with a Switch Pro uh, back when I was at uh, Digital Trends. We had one in the office, but I've played every game on TV with the regular Joy-Con grip, just fine. Yeah. Um, but that said. Um, I, th- I just prefer the way it feels uh, as a handheld. Now, to be fair, I guess the Switch does have a smaller, sc- or the Switch Lite does have a smaller screen, so I don't know if what ha- sort of impact that might have in terms. It of... doesn't seem like it's distractingly smaller, though. Okay. It seems like it's, yeah. it's just enough of a compromise to make sense, and it feels so that feels a bit more like uh, in between the Switch and like the Vita in terms of screen word. size. Okay, I was gonna say that that's the only consideration that I would make, but as some, I, like I. I actually grew up on handhelds, and I actually prefer, in most cases, I prefer playing games in handhelds. I have always have. Okay. So the Switch, to me, is, like, the greatest thing that has ever happened. <laughs> um, like, the only time I really turn on a console or a PC is when there's something there that I absolutely have to play there. Uh, for instance, Jedi Fallen Order recently played that. I have to play uh, Monster Hunter on on PS4. I play the Souls games on the PS4 but that's really it like it, if I can get it on the Switch I don't care if the graphics aren't as good like I'll play it on the Switch because it's a portable experience and that's what I like right yeah okay. that, that that's that that mirrors a lot of my sort of uh not gripes but just sort of sort of uh, thoughts on the Switch as well like yeah. it, it, the handheld experience is kind of my preferred way to go with a lot of things um there's not a game on Switch that like I'm aching to only play in in docked mode, Doc in mode, this, this and perfect then scenario. With friends too, you know. Because like, I was thinking, it's like maybe I can get like Mario Party or like some more party games on the Switch. But it's like I'm just throwing my money away. In some cases, well, well also party, yeah, when I'm going to have an opportunity to, to do so, you know. Also, I'd recommend this for anybody with any Switch. Look into the Satisfy grips that satisfy like uh, satisfy with an E at the end. Those grips are incredible, and uh, it is no joke. The satisfied grip on my regular Nintendo Switch makes it the most comfortable handheld I've ever had, and my hands oh, wow. don't fucking cramp up oh, at all. Okay. Tell me more. It, it, it. Literally, when I put it in my hands for the first time, it's like it feels like it's going to melt into butter. It just feels so, wow. okay. so perfect for what I want it to be. Like, and it's not like one of those. Uh, grips that's like perfectly symmetrical. It's asymmetrical. The the right side has more, uh, like more plastic to it because you're gonna be moving those fingers more, going from buttons to sticks and stuff, compared to on that's, the left yeah, side where you're smart. usually only on a stick or only on a D pad. Look into the satisfied grips because they're also I think they're only like twenty twenty five bucks 
it's it's worth and they have it, yeah. them on Switch Lite. They have it on Switch Lite as well. So okay, I would definitely recommend. It's like getting those like those. memory foam tips for for your earbuds for uh, music and, and podcasts. It's exactly, quality, like, exactly. Just just yeah. launches. It, it, it yeah with quality of life for my Switch in handheld mode, it's night and day. Okay, because I had bought a, a couple of different uh, grips for my Switch and they were fine, but. They never really felt perfect. I would kind of still get like that weird hand cramping sensation after a little while. But with these satisfy grips, I legitimately don't. I think they're they they feel borderline ergonomic. Hmm. I'm That's still trying to find my Wii U. Know, I mean. Still trying to find my Wii U. But... <laughs> <sighs> he lost his Wii U. What what does that say about the Wii U? He How literally can't find it. The, the entire box. Okay, I think... this is a bit like from from like early recording we did this week. <laughs> I think he's hiding from him. I think he's he's sad that it's trying to be replaced, and then he's he's fucking hiding. From him. I just want to play Wind Waker. On that system are on the Switch, man. I just want to play oh, Wind Waker like and Earthbound. You can't play those on, on Switch. Well, you can't if you hack it, man. I ain't gonna fucking hack it soon enough. Like like. If somebody tells me that, like, oh, just go like emulate it, it's it's like fuck off. No, I'm not playing video games just just like <laughs> fucking do more work. Let me tell you something. Okay, how about this? How about this? Uh-huh. If I if I create a zip package for you like I did for that Sega emulator that you can just open up plug and play and have have Wind Waker just go, what what would you say to that? On the Genesis emulator? I can, no, 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 no. I mean on 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 a, a Wii U and or GameCube emulator, whichever. Oh yeah, hack your Wii at. U. That's what you should do. Just fucking hack the shit out of Wii U. Eh. Well, you can do that, but also I could just send you the the Wii U emulator. It's actually not that hard, and I will do all the hard work for you. I know that thing pretty well. I've hacked Xenoblade so that it plays well. So, uh, <laughs> you know, if I can turn a bad game good, then I I. I was expecting more of a reaction from that one. Anyway, uh, nobody cares about Xenoblade. Like, if you want me to, if you want me Sorry. to help you with that, like, dude, like, I totally will. I, totally will. I I tried messing with family leaders once before, with like a PS2 emulator, because I can just lo- like throw a disc disc in there, because I have a bunch of PS2 games that like I want to try to replay. Uh, Time Splitter Two, <clears throat> but it, it's just like just Jesus. always failed. Dude, I don't let, know. PS2 emulation's really... always been also kind of tricky. Mm. And you have a really strong PC, and Wii U emulation is weird, but I can tell you from personal experience that Wind Waker HD plays very well with most hardware. So mm. I can help you out there if that's something you really want. Shout out to the Dolphin emulator. Man. Oh, man. The GOAT. Probably there's my favorite Dolphin, emulation there's software. also Citra. There's this, or not Citra, I'm sorry, Simu, which is the Wii U emulator. You see, you see the, the trouble is, I think, I think Wind Waker HD is inside that Wii U still. <laughs> I, can, I can literally, I can literally, okay, we won't talk about piracy on the air here, but let me tell you, there are ways to play a game without a disc on an emulator. I don't know if you knew this. Whoa. You can use, yes. Digital uh, video games? And I may or may not have hard drives that may or may not have that already on it configured. Tell me more about your Plex server. <laughs> so, I don't have a Plex server. I, I but, that's uh, the next. Step. Anyway, that's that's an off-air conversation. But yeah, let me know. Mm, okay, I'll mm, Don't maybe too hard. maybe maybe I, I I'll, okay. I, I'll have to ponder that on, on my uh, porcelain throne here a couple times. <laughs> okay, having a nice yeah. dump thinking about where I'm going to play Wind Waker HD next. Yeah, yeah, and then wake myself up with a nice squirt up the ass. 
Jesus. Yeah, okay. You have a bidet? You got a bidet? I, I, I. He has, dude, we've known he's had one for, for two like years. a year. For okay. almost two I, years. I thought it broke and then you got rid of it. Okay, the, the first one broke. We got a better you... one. We replaced it. How do you break a bidet? It, it just. I don't want to know. Uh, it, it just broke. It, it just kept on spraying, okay? Uh-huh. You got to stop going to Guy Fieri restaurants, man. <laughs> You're going to fucking snap through all those fucking bidets. Jesus. Ah, it's Ugh. mostly the Taco Bell and all, all, all the pad thai I eat, so probably more that. Fucking Taco Bell, man. I, it's good. Taco Bell didn't have Fuck a, off. If Taco Bell didn't have a fucking Mountain Dew kickstart on tap, I wouldn't go. But here we are. I'm a slave yeah. to my vices. What can I say? I go to the strip club for the burgers. Yeah, pretty much. That's definitely the equivalent. Uh, I read you know, Pornhub for the articles. You know, speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking or for the skate videos, there's actually some really rad skate videos on Pornhub. Anyway, I'm sure uh, there is. All uh, right. Speaking of delivery food, talk about a half pipe. 20, 2019's, 2019's uh, new genres, video game genres. Uh, I've been, I've been playing Death Stranding, and oh, God. Uh, Jesus, I think Death Stranding might be one of my favorite video games. Yep. Yeah, this uh, tracks. So, so it does something interesting that not many games do with a production value and like it's a, it's a yes. multiplayer game for people who like to play play alone. It it does a lot it's, of interesting things that like I may be privy to and like like enjoy because it's a pretty decent loop and and it does does it in a way where it's like it's it's difficult but oh, okay. it's just so, engaging in a weird way. There, there's, there is a, there is a video essay or waypoint esque column somewhere deep inside me about how Death Stranding has uh, reminded me of the goodness, the inherent goodness of humanity. However, that is not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk. I mean, about, I have, I have heard those talking points, you know, discussed about how it's like. Bridging yeah. Oh, yeah. The, but the, but the there's like actual, there's actual like one to one. It tracks one to one with my experiences when I was l- completely alone for a summer in the middle of nowhere in the highlands of Iceland. Uh, not only just because it looks like that in that game, but just there are things about it. But anyway, the my it it does my favorite thing. It it gamifies further my favorite thing about Breath of the Wild, which is traversal. And the way that it does it, and it, like, you know, everyone says co-op. It's like, oh, Death Stranding is co-op. And you know what? It kind of is, but it reminds me so much more of looking at, like, mountains and stuff in Breath of the Wild and going, how the fuck am I going to climb this? Because you know you can. You just have to figure out the right route for your stamina, the right route based on, you know, uh, whatever food you've eaten and all this stuff and am I going to have to take a meal halfway through you know climbing up here how much can I use Rivali's Gale all that stuff is all in Death Stranding and you're plotting out your routes and figuring out how to cross rivers and stuff it is in my opinion has some of the best moment to moment gameplay because it it turns the walking into the game Mm -hmm. it's like some of the best moment to moment gameplay of this entire generation of games because instead of making it a te- the, the most tedious part of an open world game is getting to and from places but it totally it makes it into a head. challenge and I get yeah and I get why people don't like that and I don't know if it's like 
psychologically people just aren't seeing that or if they like literally just don't click with it and both are totally fine. like totally fine but i i did not expect to go into this game and actually like it and like look sci-fi weird parallel dimension ghost afterlife shit is totally my jam i love weird fucking shit like that totally into it i have skipped through every fucking cup scene i have skipped through 90 percent of the dialogue i have no idea what the fuck is going on all I want to do is put a fucking, like, pizza in a goddamn pelican case on my back and walk for, you know, half a mile across this blasted <laughs> landscape while time fall falls on me and turns everything into, like, you know, speeds there. It's so – just walking around is so good. And I have, like, a million other games I could talk about. I could talk about Jedi. I could talk about how much I have love Monster Hunter. I mean – I don't actually think that Death Stranding might be any better than Jedi or any better. It's definitely not better than Monster Hunter. It's definitely not better than Pokemon, in my opinion. But it's so weird. If I, I just had to take like a couple minutes here and just say, it is so weirdly good, and I'm so glad it exists. Even the moments that I think it's like stupid, and I hate its story, and I hate its characters half the time. I like its lore. I like its world. But like the actual narrative is bad. I just am glad it exists, and I just had to say that. There, there, there's a really good um, Simpsons shit post that that would um, fit in incredibly well for what, what one of the um, big twists near the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, have you seen the monorail episode yet? The monorail of of uh, Simpsons. Simpsons. I don't think so. What, okay. what season is that? I I'm not sure. I've only seen. I thought. I thought that was like season four or five. Yeah, it but... might be. There's something familiar about the monorail. I I don't remember. Well, the the, the, the whole joke of, of of that one screenshot of like mono equal one and rail equal rail. There, there, there's oh. an explanation right like near the end that it's just like totally like one one v one. It's like, oh God, lie equal lie. It looks like yes. Soul okay. Equal yeah. So. No, I did. I I did watch this. I do remember. Yeah, and the guys. Yes, and the the salesman. Okay, yeah, totally remember this. Yes, I don't know. That's totally exactly what that game is. That's totally exactly what that game is, and that's why I've skipped through most of it. I don't. I if someone played it and they're like, "It's the worst thing I've ever played in my life," I'm like, "Yeah, it totally is." But if someone played it and they're like, "It's the greatest game of the year," I'm like, "Yeah, it kind of is, right?" It's <laughs> both. It's amazing. It's such a weird fucking it's, thing. It, Divisive in, in in the right ways, you know. Like it, it, it's it's really turn off the people who, who just want that uh, primal like dopamine hit of of, 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 of like like I, I want I want everything to feel good. I want 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 that um, that um, power fantasy all the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it's I don't. Yeah, I mean the games that I like are weird and they often prioritize traversal and just letting you explore a world and that's all that this game is even though sometimes it doesn't even let you do that it's so weird i don't know uh, there's so much i could say about it um and i don't want to ramble on any more than i already mm-hmm. have but yeah it's good yeah it, it, it's it's definitely something that like games should explore more like taking away mm-hmm. that power and you can regain it later on in the game so like in State of the K, some characters have have like a really poor um, aim ability, 
and you know like you, you could level that up by, by doing more aiming and doing more practice but 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 just, just like the ability ability to like you're starting off like yeah you're you're shit with firearms you're crap with guns yeah. like you you can't just be in here with like a really really big mouse pad and and, 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 a, and a nice mouse that's sort of that's really um responsive and and all that jazz, and, and have it be where like like yeah, I, I can do like really good precision hits with, with this mouse. Like no, like it's intentionally shit at first so that you need to uh-huh. build up over time, and and, and and just creating challenges and, and and like and like moments of triumph out of that. Yeah, it's is just just definitely like an avenue to to explore. So so like same principle like applies with Death Stranding here. Like where you're just it's just like yeah, yeah I just want to walk around. But like even then, it's like, well, fuck, how are you gonna cross that river? Yeah, don't know, man. Well, and it's it's the first time that I've ever been like, I like I like to go out, I like to hike a lot, I like to yeah. go backpacking a lot. It's the first game that's ever like fully captured that in a way. I mean, I used to think that Breath of the Wild was the closest it was ever gonna get, and then I played this game. I was like, oh no, this is it, this is it. And yeah. I'm just glad that it exists because it's such a fucking weird thing. I'm like a triple A game that can be this weird in 2019 is a very rare uh it's it's a very rare occurrence and it's awesome I think that it exists all gripes are totally valid and that's a weird thing to say too mm-hmm. but it's I don't know I like it and a lot even still like when you mentioned Jedi Fallen Order and that's very much a game yeah. where like like initially it seems as was like wow this makes a whole bunch of sense and it's just, like this feels fresh and new but like give it a couple of years and it's going to be like yeah, that makes sense. You know, like, like it's, it's make make like a like a Souls like out of Star Wars because you know sure. like lightsabers. I'm not even sure it feels all that new though. Like it's 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 when it it feels like I mean it's got Uncharted and Metroid and Tomb Raider and Souls in the Star Wars universe, and that's in itself a very novel thing. But it's not good at any of those things except for Star Wars. And I think if it wasn't good okay. Star Wars, it would be a bad game. Huh? I honestly think it would be a bad game. Damn. Like it's not. It's it's technically it's tech like the the technical issues with it are real bad, and everything else is just not as good as those other things. Like not even in its best moments is it anywhere near as good as a Tomb Raider or an Uncharted. Or definitely not a Souls or a Metroid, um, and it's just it's the Star Wars stuff is fucking great, and I love Star Wars, so it's hard for me to. I love Star Wars, so I get very cynical okay. and scared of Star Wars stuff. Um, <laughs> that that and and it, it, but it's really good, and it 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 looks into themes like trauma and uh, friendship in ways that aren't so. Uh, archetypical, like that, you know. It, Star Wars. Is it very seems like a quiet game, very surface level. It is even in its most bombastic moments. Like it really, it talks. It's about, it's about hurt people hurting people. Like <laughs> it's what it's about. That's what that yeah. whole game is about. But it's set in Star Wars, and it's really fucking good. No, I've I've rambled about far more obscure things than that. I'm glad I'm glad you're 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 going with the angle of like you're a huge Star Wars fan, but like that's not making this this crutch that makes it Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order like this 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 uh, sort of linchpin of 2019. You're just saying like okay, if if you take this veneer off, then it's not nearly as enticing or rewarding of an experience than the games it's deriving from. There are also some moments. I mean, it's 
probably like look you could probably knowing where this is set in the timeline and and that sort of thing you can make some like educated guesses at some of the like oh shit moments that happen in that game and like you could see them coming from a mile away but they the way that they do them is so good like you're just like you really do go like oh shit it is it's happening oh fuck and they do it so well it's really cool um yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're not playing watch, a, like a huge pivotal ports part of, of the Star Wars universe. You're just yeah, like, no. yeah, like, this, this is just a side story. It's like, yeah, of course, there's going to be like outcasts like that happening. And now, I, I don't mean to say this not not literally, but the stakes the stakes at at the end of the game or the at the, the the state of the world is kind of reset in a way that Rogue you know Rogue One's ending is like well it had to end this way otherwise it undoes you know the canon it does that in Jedi Fallen Order not in the same way not in the same way but it does that too where it's like well of course you had to end it in this way and made it more about the characters than the state of the world right um, so anyway yeah it's good he, bec- he, he becomes watch- Star Killer. And then you start playing the Force Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah, he shaves his head. (laughs) He becomes a skinhead. Not not quite. Uh, It's a really good thing to watch on YouTube. I'll tell you that. The cutscenes are real good to just watch on YouTube. How does it play? I mean, I mean, is is it worth playing? Like, it feels like it feels like a real jank ass game. Uh, (laughs) I didn't. I did not like playing it. Damn. I, I forced myself. So I, I forced myself har, through har. it as much as I could, and then, yeah, I forced myself through it as much as I could, <laughs> ran into an impassable bug, and was like, I'm just going to watch the last uh, third of this on YouTube, Dang. watched most of it, went back and played it again, and I will say that nothing, it did not get any better. It did not get any better. There is a moment about a third of the way through where you finally have unlocked most of the powers, and it plays better from then on, but fuck, man, I just I couldn't do it just couldn't do it i did not like it even on the on the lowest difficulty i was just like running into all these technical er errors where bosses wouldn't load Mm. or rooms wouldn't open doors wouldn't i couldn't interact with a door to go through like it was just so like launch month month issues so give it a give it a few months and be performing a a bit better or at least better i hope so i really hope so because like i said there's some good star wars in here Hmm. so you want to hear about the game I've been playing? Uh, yeah. Sure. All right, take a guess. You're, you're never going to get it. It's Wargroove. You've been playing fucking Wargroove. That's somewhere. the other game I've been playing. I, I, I've already spoken enough about it. It's still great. A great, a great alt-tab and do other things type, to type game. Turn-based. Fun and all that. You're playing Counter... What is it called? Rainbow Six? No, no, no. I, no? I, I legit like have not touched that or Warframe since I've been playing Destiny. Apex 2. Legends. No. Oh. No one plays with me. That's why like, I only play it when someone wants to play with me. Just saying. <sighs> Any more guesses? No. Okay. Yeah. No. I, I, I'm all spent. All right. Uh, all Hearthstone. Right. I, nope. But like, I am play- It is a game on my phone. Ca- Candy Crush. Nope it, it it is Minesweeper. Oh, it's Jesus. a good game. <laughs> it's a really good game. It's really good, and I I never gave it like yeah. the, the fair shot because I was too fucking impatient. Decade like a decade ago, or, or and plus, and but but just like I I don't know, it's something about it, and, and 
I actually found like a like a free Minesweeper game that's not, um, oh how you say, um, super invasive. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how like you download like a I, free game, and it's it's like like you're just inundated with ads and, and like all, all these pop ins, and it's just like it's like holy shit! Like like, am I playing a game for like five minutes or like waiting like ten minutes to, to wait wait for it? <laughs> well. I think I played more Minesweeper and Solitaire when I was a freshman in college living in the dorms than I played any other game. <laughs> that was that was me like elementary school on like the fucking mm. old ass computers mm. that were at my school. Fair. Fair. I don't know. It's, good. it's, 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 it's dope, a good game. You know, it's it's it's, it's, it's really cool. good. I, it's I, really I, good game. I'm 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 seeing seeing the praises of Minesweeper in 2019, but it, it is just something like like you know I I I, I like playing it. It's it, it's it's a good. Uh, Good ring teaser, and uh, I. It's nice. It's nice and, and, and low effort, and you can pick it up and drop it, and you can still like continue on from from there. Like you, you can forget about it, wait wait a week, and then come back to it, and it's like, all right, like we re- reassess the situation. Right. Hmm. So that's what I've been playing. Fucking. It's a good. Geez. It's a good time. It's a good time. Good time. Good time. Yeah, sounds like a great time. Yeah, and then and then I'm gonna be going to uh, Philadelphia to and play a bunch of uh, Rayman Legends and try to get closer to 100%ing that. Hey, look, that's a yeah, fucking great game. I am the biggest Rayman stan I know. It is fucking great. Origins is great too. Um, Better art style. Rayman, like, you're right. Yeah. Rayman Two: uh, The Great Escape is one of the best 3D platformers of all time. I okay. Um, it's fucking good. I mean, hey, you're in the right good. room to talk about good 3D platformers. I mean, me and Robert I, will have very pointed different. I things played to say Rayman about 3D three, so. like hold them havoc and. Okay, no, 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 uh, no, no. Look, Rayman three has has some moments of charm in some of its art direction, uh, in some of the levels. I will give it that, mm-hmm. but that is a game that was not directed by Michelle Ansel, so you might as well be talking about. It's like it's the portable ops. Of Metal Gear games, you know? it's, it's, it's the like Crash, it's the, it's the Crash Bandicoot, Wrath of Cortex of the of there the you go. Rayman series. There you uh, go. Yeah, you mm, Rayman Two. Okay, The Great right. Escape is fucking I'm not even great. That far off. Fucking great. You're not. No, no, you're, you're not far off because it was done by Vivendi, not not by uh, exactly. Naughty Dog, and, and it's different creative teams, and it, 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 it just feels feels like oh, you're just doing the same thing the previous game did. It just again. I mean, it, it's 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 still pretty good. You know, like a of of its, of its era, but but it's, it's still like, it's 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 not there. You know, like it, it, it's a solid seven, not a nine. In that case, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm all for a solid seven here and there. <sighs> Jesus. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> good lord! Yeah, you know what? If you, you know what? Uh, if you want to listen to uh, more of of myself and Robert and occasionally Brendan, you can check us all out on patreon.com slash PNB. Uh, we've actually got uh, PNB FM uh, up. Is it up right now, Robert? I, 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 I gave you the you. files. I, okay. I, I'm, so I'm everything's sure there. Keep... So by the time, by the time you're hearing this patrons, uh, <laughs> PNB FM will already be up and live and ready for you to go. Um, I'll, I'll make a nice pretty landing page with all of our special guests and everything. Um, so check it out. It only costs you $1 to get into the Patreon feed. So if you want to see what we're up to and listen a little early, give us a, give us a ring. Give us just a dollar a month. I feel fucking free. 
Um, and if you want to support us even further, we have a lot of stuff there for you. Um, and just on the immediate docket, I know in December we're going to bring back Grind Forever. We're going to bring back After Alpha at some point. Um, we have plans. Level select plans and whimsical horn. Level select and Kayla's one shot, which is uh, whimsically horny, where we all review and talk about a book club. It's like a book club for a romance novel, which I'm very interested to see how that goes. Not not even joking. Great. Not being facetious. That sounds like it could go very. I mean, it's it's a unique idea. Let, let's let's go for it. Like I, I like speaking as a dude. Like I, yeah, I, I I just think it is a, is, a, is like a bean flicking genre. Like, like it's just oh like porn you can read. <laughs> the bean flicking genre. I can't wait. I'm glad you're going into it with an open mind. Oh my god. <laughs> I was wondering where the podcast episode name was, and I who knew we had to wait till the very fucking end for you to find so, it. Till the last fucking two minutes of the show to call it bean the flicking bean genre. flicking genre. Ah, that's all I'm good for. Yes, yes. So fucking Bioware game. <laughs> oh boy. So uh, check us out on uh. patreoncom PNB. Um, check us out on the t- on, on Twitter. I am at Tierney. Lo siento, mi Robert more. is at 23 Breach. <laughs> Brendan is at Brendan <laughs> underscore LH. Right? Right? Did I get uh, it right? Yes. Yep. Yep. That's that's Underscore there. LH. Yeah. Um, right. All right. Yeah, boy. And then uh, check out the podcast at PNBcast. We also have a new look on PNBcast.com. I'm kind of testing the waters with new uh styles for the website just because i thought the old one was just a little too like it just kept cropping out the images and like looking a little odd in spots so uh definitely give that a look and uh yeah that's gonna do it for this episode of pnb for wait, robert I, brendan wait hold up hold up hold oh, i'm gonna do hold one, on. one quick plug one quick plug one uh, good plug, brendan. Uh, go ahead i uh what is it rick i made a i made a game i made a tabletop game and uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I will be announcing uh, the digital uh, print-and-play version of it uh, within the next two weeks or so. I'm straightening out just a couple things. Um, so, yeah, just keep a look out there. If you like games like uh, like Monster Hunter and Destiny and Fantasy Star Online, but you've always wanted to play it as a tabletop game with your friends, well, let me tell you guys, Super Mutant Slayers is the game for you. Thanks, guys. All right. All right, definitely, SMS. definitely, yeah, SMS, right? SMS, yep. Keep your eyes peeled for SMS. Super Mutant Slayers. Um, give Brendan a shout if you want to if you want to learn more about that game. So for myself and Brendan and Robert and the whole rest of the PNB crew, have that's my name. A good one. Good fun.